the Aladino podcast and we have our guest today is uh, Ken Hardy. Ken Hardy is going to tell us about the great experience and great adventures that he had uh, the past weekend at the National Veteran Golden Age Games. He's a participant of the game. Actually, he won a bronze medal, I believe the bronze medal or the gold medal. We don't know. We're going to ask him. He's going to be with us uh, on Zoom connection from uh, the beautiful state of Virginia. All righty. So we got him online. There you go. We got video. Great. Ken, you are with us. Hello. Welcome to the Aladino podcast. Hello, Alan and Patricia. Yes, Patricia. I am glad to be here. Awesome. I'm excited to tell you about the the senior veterans games. We're happy uh, to have you here again. And uh, I see that you just came from, uh, uh, where were you, Sisliu, South Dakota? Yes, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And you got the bronze medal or the gold medal? Well, I got a bronze medal on Wednesday in the 1,500-meter power walk. And that was brutal in the heat and stuff, but but walking just as fast as you can, you know, it's a style you do. But uh, anyway, but then on Thursday, I went back and did two other events, and I received the gold in first place in my age bracket in the long jump, and then the silver in the 100-meter dash. So I felt, you know, I thought, yeah, I might as well have one in each color, you know. So that's amazing. That's outstanding. And your category is the 15 years old, the 20 years old. You beat up a lot of 20 years old. That's, that's oh amazing. no. So let me say so the 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 national veterans golden age games are with involved veterans that are at least 55, 55 and older. Oh. And so and so, yeah, no, it's it's all it's, uh, golden people, <laughs> and, and and it does include it does include a CrossFit, it's exhibition, demonstrations. What what else includes? Uh, it means sports uh, activities. Yeah, yeah. So it's a real wide range of things from from very active sports, you know, like like the track and field and and swimming and things like that to a much more physical to things geared down to more just you know other veterans you don't have to be disabled but it's generally the case there with them is like it could be shuffleboard there's nine ball you know pool there's there's um, uh, horseshoes there's all kind of activities and who can participate so any veteran that's 55 years of age or older and the if you're enrolled in the VA healthcare system, you don't have to be actually, you know, it might be just all you're having is a physical couple of times a year, but or you could be receiving still rehabilitation help on a large scale. But and so some of the participants are actually uh, in wheelchairs, uh, some are in and uh, their amputees a few years back, they didn't have swimming this year. I think they weren't quite ready for it due to the COVID situation. But a few years back when I participated in a swimming event, which was 
one of my strong suits was there was a category that was was swimming with people that were missing an arm or didn't have either leg and it was so inspiring to actually watch that but that was they would have their own category category there but um so it could be that or it can be people and uh, you know very able-bodied and stuff uh, situation but most most everybody when they get to be senior age has some disability or another or either either service related or or not but so it's it's a what I really want to share with you is there's such com- camaraderie there. It's, um, you know, there's, I'm a 74 year old Vietnam veteran and I. For your service, by the way. Pardon me? Thank you oh. for your service, by the way. Oh, it was my privilege. Um, and I ran into a lot of other Vietnam veterans and, and even a couple of Korean veterans, you know. <laughs> and, and you started as a volunteer on 2004, is that right? Right, right. Yeah, I, I found out about it when I was up in Maine and, and saw advertisements on it. And, and then I helped as a volunteer in the, the next year in Fresno, California. And then I first participated in about 2011 um in houston texas um oh, wonderful and there and so so it was a gap of a few uh, years and you won a medal in texas um yeah i did in swimming there that year and stuff but um and and i want to share this too sometimes it's usually the competition's pretty stiff yeah but it all depends on the, the of course, the older you get, usually the less competition. <laughs> but but you could have you could have uh, like in the hundred meter um, race or the the fifteen hundred power walk, there was multiple heats. I mean, in other words, there's so many participants, they had to have several heats in that race, and they time you know everybody's time, so you don't have to run another final race or something like I remember doing in high school, but it's so accurately timed and everything. And they just pull, you know, the top three out there. Actually, it's down to about six or eight categories, but the first three are medals and the rest, a few other, up to about eighth place or so is ribbons. But um, so it's, it, it can be at times intense competition. Other times, you might not even have three people participating in that one particular thing. That's rare, but it has. I have seen it happen. Um, so the the key is is to have veterans get involved. The whole purpose of the games is to promote better quality of health for senior veterans, and in that is mainly having helping them get more exercise participate in activities with others particularly other veterans that um have had the same you know background and experiences in their life and the camaraderie is is so phenomenal and it's and the the people the va representatives that conduct it you know volunteers and everything are just top notch and it's just such such an, um, a, a wonderful uplifting activity uh, these games so 
So uh, going back to this year in uh, Sioux Falls, uh, South Dakota, uh, where, where was that? Uh, where, where were they? Where were they? Uh, in which stadium? Or where do they get together to do all these competitions? Um, they had uh, in the Denny Stanford Convention Center, which okay. is where a lot of events were, and yeah. then the Howard Wood Stadium, which was adjacent to it for the track and field activities and stuff there. But um, so most of them are indoors, out of the heat and stuff. But the track and field, of course, is outside. But um, and they uh, so they have just to reemphasize too. I mean, it can be as aggressive as inactive as basketball and they also have pickleball i mean pickleball you know it's like modified tennis um uh sports it's up it's becoming very popular now to the they have people that are the veterans there that are legally blind and they are they're just they're doing cornhole you know tosses and and stuff and actually I saw somebody actually tapping the location of where they're trying to throw the bean hole, the bean bag, tapping it with a, you know, a cane, a stick, to give them a, a sound reference because they're, oh, yeah. they're legally they, they can barely exactly. see what they're they're and, doing. And and this is backed by the U.S. Veteran Administration. Yeah, it's all conducted by it. And, and so each year it's in a different state, a different state of the of the union. The Veterans Administration hosts the games next year of being Iowa. And uh, and I think I believe I heard the year after that in Los Angeles. Three years ago, because they haven't had it the last two years, it was in Anchorage, Alaska. And that was where they needed to go clear up there and you went, you went to that one to Alaska as well. Yeah, to Alaska. Yeah, yeah. yeah I went three years ago there, mm -hmm. and did quite well. But and it was, <laughs> it was such a popular location. I guess there was um, about fifteen hundred participants at wow. the Alaska one. Um, and last week, how many participants do you know? Uh, in in Alaska. Oh, last week. Oh, last week. There was only a little over 500, so it was quite a bit less, but since it's starting back up again. But I'll tell you, whoever was there was was definitely competitors. It was kind of like the, the more the hardcore group. <laughs> it was, uh, they make it was, you sweat. Make it, you was sweat. Just, it was just as tough as the last character. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So anyway, but... Um, yeah, and so it's. And what is what is your goal uh, attending to these events? Uh, apart from being in shape and have a you know, all those medals. Well, my ultimate goal for the area, the the BA area that's in here involves the, the hospital facility that um, in this area is to to get the word out a lot more um, to people in this area so I can kind of create a team um, so that we could go as a group, you know, together. Because when I lived in California, uh, Northern California, the, the BA district I was in there, they were so engaged in these games and they, they solicited several good sponsors. And they actually had so many participants, uh, their hospital area 
um, that they chartered a plane and flew, you know, like 60 participants to, to the games. And here, I, you hardly hear about it. And, and different other areas too, it's kind of, it's kind of up to the regional area, how much they really try to promote it. And so this is why I'm very grateful to be part of this um, podcast and seven hopes that even if just a half a dozen veterans hear my comments about this, that haven't heard about the senior veterans games, that they'll check into it. Yeah, um, that's, just how I, that's how I was wondering, how do they promote it towards the veterans in order to participate? How do they promote the event? Um, it's just, I mean, I found out about by seeing a poster and say the main veterans administration up there when I was taking my father in. Um, but they, it's unfortunately not very well broadcast. It's, it, once you've participated, you got to have your email, then you get um, consecutive emails each year after that. But until you take that first step and get, you know, get on their list, so to speak, um, that's not very well. And there is, is there a fee? To participate do you have to pay to participate um, no uh but there is quite a bit of cost involved in this aspect that once you're once you're there they will feed you but you have it's up to you to get to the games and find your own lodging yeah, that's fair. So yeah. mm-hmm. i paid out of my own pocket uh-huh. you know for the round trip ticket to go but i had some sponsors, a few sponsors from the local BFW here that paid for about my three nights of lodging. So, and, but when I went to Alaska, I had somebody pay my uh, sponsor, pay for the whole flight up there. And so it's, it, but the VA does not charge for participation. So for, for how many years uh, this event is happening? When was the first time? Um, well, this uh, on the ribbon, I mean, on the lanyard that goes around your neck with the medal, it says the 36th annual mm-hmm. Veterans Game. So this is the 36th year of it. Um, it's been going for a while. It, they didn't have it the last two years because of COVID, but but it's um, and it gets it's getting more and more popular all the time. I hope they evolved to doing something more regional mm-hmm. because um, with the Alaska one, not everybody that wanted to go got to go to that one because they could only have so many participants. And how, yes, and how is uh, uh, the location peaked? You said that each year it's a different state. So how do they decide which state will be next? I'm not sure. That's all internally with the Veterans Administration. I don't know if they draw lots or if they just say, "Well," because yeah, I yeah, thought they'd have it. Yeah, I thought they'd have it. Generally, it's in a different region each year um, of the United States. But this next year, it's in Iowa, which is not very far from South Dakota. So, <laughs> so apparently, they don't necessarily. It's um, neighbors of South Dakota. How about the people here living in New York? Uh, area the east side uh, have it have they done something on the east coast 
Um, yeah, the last item was the one in, they had in Maine, which was, uh, um, yeah, that was back about 2004 that I did that one. Oh, in Bangor, Bangor, right? That's yeah, Bang Bangor. 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 Maine. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, how, yeah, they even treated the veterans to lobster there, and it was great. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the Maine yeah. lobsters, yeah. Can't go without it. So, so tell me more about you. Tell me more about you. What do you do in life? And uh, apart from being a veteran, you know, serving the country, what else do you do in Virginia? Uh, well, I have uh, my own local moving company okay. here. I hire a lot of young men, but that's part of what helps me stay in good shape to compete. Although I didn't get much would like to have had more practice running. I help, you know, I move families from one location to the other. Um, sometimes out of state, we just moved somebody to Vermont a few so weeks ago. Were you super busy during pandemic that everybody was moving out of everywhere and looking places to live afar or apart from people in, during the pandemic? Were you super busy? And uh, yeah, we were just as busy because um, people are always buying and selling or moving out of some rental and into another. And uh, the only hard part about that is we had to wear masks all the time. And it's hot down here in this yeah. city of Virginia. And it was brutal wearing masks during the summertime when you're moving somebody, <laughs> I'll tell you. Um, there you. And so, but. Um, yeah, sometimes we wear something like this, which works good. Okay, that does the job as well. That's, right. that's good to hear. So, uh, so you're doing now the moving company, you're working on the moving company, is your own yeah. company? Yeah. yeah, I still do. Fortunately, I was able to take a few days off to do it while the, other, while the guys were running things. And um, so, no, wonder, no wonder why no wonder why you got the gold medal because you keep in shape doing the moving stuff so you are yeah. well in shape you know well going up and downstairs a lot but <laughs> but although at the same time i usually don't run in and out of the house but <laughs> that's, a, that's what i was i was i was second for air there a little bit on that the half mile power walk i'll tell you because <laughs> uh, but but anyway, it's it's great. Um, that's awesome. That's awesome. Anything else you need uh, to tell us here at the podcast and Aladino podcast? You know, we have the mics open for you. Um, no, not necessarily. Although I I do I feel very blessed to be able to participate in them, and and I I I believe you know I I never saw anybody at the games going off you know to a side area where they could, could smoke i never saw a single participant smoke a cigarette and i just want to comment that i i want to encourage um young people as well as older people um you know to have better quality of health it's very important that you 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 eat well and you take care of your body best you can and refrain from doing things that can damage your your help like like smoking did back in the Vietnam War when I was in uh, I, the majority of young men smoked and I think and then I, they got 
uh, unfortunately kind of addicted to that and it had a, a negative impact on their their health um, throughout the rest of their life. And so I would just like to put in a good plug for living a good, healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. Very important, very important to have a healthy lifestyle and good eating habits, exercise. So that way, when you arrive to your golden age, you can get that <laughs> gold medal. <laughs> right there you go hey, there you go yeah. you don't have voice. to you don't have to become vegan like patricia and me no mm. just follow a healthy diet and uh oh, vegan's good too that's good healthy yeah exactly. anyway. and don't yeah the, the smoking part and the alcohol part and stuff like that you gotta be everything in moderation that's important that's important to have a, a great healthy life moving on so, well, uh, Ken Hardy, thank you very much. It's a great pleasure to have you here on Aladino Podcasts. We really appreciate your words and the information. I hope uh, next year you are able to bring more gold medals uh, uh, on the veterans uh, event. And hopefully and more veterans will learn about the Exactly, event. yeah. For the National Veterans Golden Age Games. That's a, a amazing. Right. Just Google that and you'll get all kinds of good information. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's great. So hopefully more. more but it's very important. They, they follow very closely because the registration, there's so many people that want to get into the games that it usually fills up. The, when the registration opens, it usually closes the same day oh um, no and when do you know yeah. when do they gonna open or do you have to be uh... um yeah if if you follow it it'll tell you when when registration is and then uh, best jump jump right on it so, so why is that, that 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 opens and closes so fast is because it's fill up a certain capacity and that's it they can right a certain capacity and that's why i i got had a chance to talk with it on the had representatives for the VA there um, before I left. I, I put out the idea of maybe doing more regional areas, regional competition, and then and so that more more veterans could participate. Absolutely. They have they give you a, uh, you know with your name on it, and then your your age category here is like <laughs> I can get you. there. You go. Yeah, it's men 70, 74. So it's four year, four year age brackets. Like next year, I'll be 75 to 79, and so on and so forth. But, um, and the middle, I want to see the middle. Okay, they're on our, yes, our, man. Don't tell me that you got a medal and you're not going to show me the medal. Well, I, I took a picture and, and no, said, no, no, no picture, no picture. <laughs> show me the okay. real. <laughs> Uh, they gave me some pretty nice, pretty nice medals. That, awesome. Yes, yeah, the colors, there's the gold. Raise it up, raise it up. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I wasn't looking yeah. at the camera. Okay. Uh -huh. Raise it up, there you go. It's okay. a nice collection. Very good. Gold, uh, this is gold. silver. This is silver, and there's bronze. They just, you know, might as well get one of each color. Huh? One of each color, congratulations. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, awesome. Thank you. Awesome, man. Thank you very much. Thank okay. you. Thank you.
All right, Ken Hardy. Thank you very much for your time. We really appreciate it. And it's mm -hmm. goodbye for now. You hear it here on a Latino podcast. Please tune in, listen to us, and watch us on YouTube, a Latino podcast uh, at gmail.com. Send us an email. And if you want to participate and bring your conversation, we got open mics for you to exercise your First Amendment rights and bring us your stories. Thank you very much for watching and for listening. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Ken. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye. Shoes on when they put me in that museum. Oh, God. Come on, shoes!